Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a very special guest, all the way from the 904 Duval <laughs> County. The one, the only, Kayla Sharp with Atlantic Trust Mortgage. Kayla, thank you for taking the time out of your day to drive the two hours to Orlando to be on the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm stoked. You and I originally met, I think it was two years ago. Yeah. And um, it was probably six months after that that I was like, okay, I need to have her on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And you slow played me. I know, I'm sorry. It's all right. Hey, Ugh. life gets in the way. It did. When Look, when, when you are a mom of three, <laughs> When you are involved in multiple charities, mm -hmm. when you have the social life that 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 you are able to lead, and you're closing upwards of forty million dollars a year mm -hmm. in just your third year in the mortgage business, mm -hmm. it's okay if you ghost me. I get it. it yeah. I didn't take it personal. What I'm grateful for, and really and truly, what the audience should be grateful for, is we have you today, and this is going to be a kick-ass episode. I'm excited. Yeah. So. Um, Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida, That's born right. and raised, right? Yes. Born and raised. Born and raised. Were once a Jacksonville Jaguars cheerleader, correct? I was, yes. Now, are they called cheerleaders or dancers? So we're the roar of the Jaguars and they're considered cheerleaders, but we don't cheer. So interesting. You confusing. dance. We're da we dance. Okay. Does yeah. the team have cheerleaders or once you get to the NFL level, there's no longer cheerleaders, they're just dancers. Dancers. There are a couple NFL teams that do have yeah. cheerleaders. So okay. it gets very... Was it, I'm just I'm going down a rabbit yeah. hole here. What that's a part time gig, right? Like that's something you do more for fun than money, or is, or is that a all time like I between public appearances and games, it's all in. It's not. It's part time. So okay. you do it when you have time. If you want to do a charity appearance, practices, you know, that's it. And then the game day. Mm -hmm. Mama three. Yes. And you've been in the mortgage business for how long now? Three and a half years. Okay, so check that out. Yeah. Three and a half years. Mm -hmm. This year. Yeah. You told me. Uh, I'm probably going to produce right around what I did last year, which by the way, that's a huge high five. Mm -hmm. Like if someone's originating what they did last year, to me, that's almost like someone in a normal year increasing their business by 30%. Right. But let's talk about what did you do last year? What did I do volume, last year? Volume wise. Uh, volume. I want to say I did just under like right around 39. Yeah. So yeah. 39 million, probably a hundred units ish. Right. No. Over a hundred. Over a yeah. hundred units. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You must have a big team. No. I oh, don't no. Yeah, yeah we were just, just talking me. about that. It's just her. It's me. It's just you. Yeah. And you're going to do that again this year. I will do that again. Okay. So mm -hmm. loan officers tuned in. Stop what you're doing. Pull over. <laughs> grab a piece of paper or grab your droid or your iPhone. Go mm -hmm. to the notes section because this is someone that you want to you want to listen to. Which, by the way, the reason why I'm excited, and I told you this when we had a chance to chat on the phone yesterday, but mm -hmm. like the audience has been begging, like, hey, Dio, there's too much pale and male and stale on your show. Can you liven it up with someone younger and maybe not a guy? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I know someone. If she would just return like my I, my Instagram, then you're like, hey, just text me because Instagram is not maybe it's, the best yeah. way. Um, <laughs> but and, and also they're like, hey, we appreciate it when you roll out the Molly Nadus and the Yvette Claremonts and yeah. you roll out the Mike Smalley's. But these people have been doing the, doing this for 20 years. Right. They wanted someone who's been doing it for five years or less. And here you are at three and mm -hmm. a half years yeah. putting up huge numbers. You don't have an assistant. Mm -mm. You must you must be given leads. No way. No, yeah. it's all self-generated. All self-generated. Yes. And you're a broker. Yes. Which broker. I love that because, I mean, I'll be honest, most of my friends 
are what we would call bankers versus a broker. Like they right. work for an independent mortgage bank, whether whether it's CMG, mm-hmm. shout out Ben. There you go, Ben, CMG, I said it. Uh, or my buddy Ben, who's up in uh, Boston, he uh-huh. gave me shit the uh, couple, I guess a couple weeks ago, my wife and I were up there, met up with Ben and his wife for drinks. He's like, Dio, you always shout out like Guild and <laughs> you always shout out um, FBC Mortgage or you shout out yeah. uh, Cross Country. By the way, CMG is a good company too. So, well, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. I shouted out, I shouted out CMG just for Ben. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, most of my friends in the industry mm-hmm. just happen to work either for a bank or they work there. Um, so it's great to have a broker on because yeah. y'all do the same exact thing that we do. You just do it a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so broker, who do you broker your loans primarily to right now? Um, I We have so many, gosh, so many lenders that we work with, over 20. But I work with three main ones, um, which is Citizens Bank, Franklin American Mortgage, um, Quicken. Okay. And then I, do, I use Freedom a lot too. Do they go by Quicken or Rocket in the wholesale space? Um, Quicken. They go by Quicken, yeah. which, ladies and gentlemen, Quicken is Rocket, Rocket, Rocket is Quicken. It's the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. And, yeah. And that wasn't what today's show is going to be about, but I yeah. think there's people who are tuned in like, oh, if I'm a broker, what does that mean? Well, it means that, that Kayla, when she's done pre-approving somebody, yeah. they go under contract, you go to app them, lock them, disclose them. You have to do so on one of those 20 investors' websites. Yeah. But you primarily stick to three, Citizens, Franklin American, or Quicken, and Quicken yeah. is Rocket. Correct. Between those yeah. three, you're going to find the FHA, the VA, the conventional, or the what I call standard jumbo, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. right? And that's probably, I'm guessing, the bulk of your business. Bulk, yes, correct. Yeah. You're not out there chasing bank statement loans or DSCR loans? No. Why not, mm-hmm. out of curiosity? Um, I haven't really needed to venture out there yet. Um, I've been getting more agents that are starting to get a little bit more creative. And so now I am. Now I'm kind of reaching out to those type of lenders um, because of where we are with the market. But I haven't really needed to yet. So It's not that I'm turning them down. I just haven't really been presented with that yeah, type so of So what I love what you just said, you don't need to. You right. don't need these crazy non-QM loans right. in order to do 100 units for $39 million. And I don't want to be an expert on those type of loans. So Yes, I love that you said yeah. that. And you work in Jacksonville, which you've already stated, but what people don't know if you're not from this greater Central Florida area, Jacksonville's a banker's town. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're dominating in the broker space yeah. in what is still deemed a little bit old school mm-hmm. in terms of like the big banks still dominate that market yeah. um, to where it's been difficult for companies like Waterstone or even companies like Cross Country and Guild to to make their way into the into that market. In fact, yeah. um, my buddy Tom Reaver finally left one of the big banks and I think he's at Cross Country. So oh. I think Cross Country now does have- They are. Yes. 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 So I'm they, good friends with one of the um, LOs. Who's that? There. Shout out to who? Tannis. Oh, shout out to Tannis Anderson. I love Tannis Anderson. We are, I, I love you. Yes. Well, um, I know Tannis. You do. Um, yeah, I was introduced to her years ago. We've never had a chance to meet in person, but we've definitely been on some calls yeah. together. Um, back in the day for for various organizations. So yes. She is wonderful. And I love being friends with other female LOs in our industry because it is so, there's not a lot of us. So when I do meet one, I get so excited to kind of bounce ideas and she's phenomenal. Are you like, oh my gosh, you're one of me. Yeah. Hey, I see you. I see you. Wait a minute. You have long hair and you're also wearing a skirt. Oh my gosh, you do exist. Yeah. Yeah. Try going to a mortgage bankers association event. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I want. I once took JC yeah. to the NBA event, mm -hmm. and I said, JC, am I going to find you? He's like, Yeah, I'm going to be the only black guy there. <laughs> He's like, It's going to be very yeah. easy for me to stand out. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't. There was mm -hmm. like, you know, a couple other minorities. But the NBA yeah. is working really hard. Just FYI, they are leaning really hard. Like, there's an awesome event called Empower. If you ever wanted to get involved in our trade organization to help okay. change things, okay. Um, Look at getting involved in the Mortgage Bankers Association, mm -hmm. although I know you're a broker. Yeah. Um, like we have our annual event is going to be in Nashville this year. Okay. And the event kicks off on a Sunday every year, but Friday and Saturday are dedicated to Empower. And okay. Empower is about empowering women and minorities in, in the mortgage industry. Oh, I love that. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So um, this lady by the name of Marcia Davies uh -huh. is who heads up Empower if you ever want to Google her or LinkedIn her. Okay. But... Um, but Good yes, and Tannis, and shout out to Tannis. I'm like, how do we get on this cross country? That is cross we were talking country. about cross country yes. mortgage. Yeah, a group of people from US Bank left US Bank in your market yes. and they all went over to cross all country. All cross country. Yeah. Yes. And I really I recently actually just connected with her. But yeah, we have some similarities. Daughter, same age, you know, some stuff going on there, but we I love her. Yeah, your daughter just went to high school, didn't she? She no, so she's sixteen. She's a junior. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's been in high school. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yep, she is a firecracker. Uh, yeah, I have a fourteen-year-old daughter, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we could tell some stories off air. We're like, oh my yes. goodness, that attitude. I know that attitude, but I don't mm -hmm. want to squash it because I know what it's going to be like in 10, 20, 30 years, and right, um, just have to teach how to be polite to people. Like, hey, keep the attitude, keep the strong will, but right. let's just kind of work on focus on being not a mean girl. Let's be kind. Yeah, let's be kind, and then we'll figure out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, be kind. Don't want to squash your stubbornness, your hard-headedness. Because it's going to be good later. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it will be. Mm -hmm. um, you had success part of the mortgage industry. So part of the interview of a top producer is I really like to dig into, obviously, I'm going to ask you questions later down uh, this episode where I'm like, hey, can you give some advice to people who want to be the next Kayla? Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm going to ask you, like, well, how did you do it, right? People want to know, where's the secret sauce? Okay. I'm sure they're going to find out there yeah. is no secret sauce, yeah. but maybe Kayla has a couple tips and tricks and ideas that she can share with you. Mm -hmm. But when I profile someone who is going to be successful in this industry, yeah. had I had a chance to be the person who interviewed you four years ago, mm -hmm. um, and I was the person who recruited you, yeah. once I got to know your story, mm -hmm. yes, I would have profiled you really high. I would have named you a number, a, a first round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, the same way that I, uh, we have this loan officer, Casey McElroy, who's mm -hmm. had a very similar career trajectory. We've had Casey on the show before. Um, cause he, like you did like right over 20 million in his first full year, right? Mm -hmm. That was your first full year in the business was 20 million. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and Casey projected well because he had had success in other things in life. Yeah. And I knew he was a competitor. I knew he was coachable. Yeah. So although he didn't know mortgage, in fact, Casey didn't even know how to use email. Right. True story. Did not know how to use Outlook. Yeah. Um, you know, I, he projected well year prior career, mm -hmm. um, you did what for a living? So I was really successful in multi-level marketing. Yeah. And yeah. which, like, was it like 31 bags or was it Avon yeah. or? So um, interesting enough, I was with Amway for a little while, very short okay. stint, um, because my children's father, his stepdad was one of the first three that were ever kind of started in Amway. So we kind of traveled around with them a lot and we learned a lot of strategy, business development type stuff, personality, how to relate to somebody. Like so how, I, how old were you? Like what, God, what, what point of life were you? I remember our, my first meeting that I went to, I was probably 18. Okay. 
19, yes. maybe. So you were exposed to very some, early some pretty decent sales and marketing very, strategies yes. early on. Yeah, and I loved it. And okay. I loved sitting down and counseling with and just learning from them. But yeah, we did pretty well in that, but um, wasn't our cup of tea. Um, so then we started with Visalis, the 90-day protein shake of all things. No way. Um, yeah. How did so, you introduce to Visalis? Um, I want to say somebody... It was a friend of a friend that reached out to us and we were anti anything multi-level marketing because we just worked so hard when we were with Amway that we were tired. Mm -hmm. We were like, ah, I don't know if we can do this. I just had my second son and I was in the medical realm of the world, you know, just working long hours, tired. And I was like, you know what, maybe it's time because I don't think I can do this any longer. And I knew that we knew what to do, but we were just tired from it. Um, so we we're like, okay, let's try this shake. Let's see if it works first. And I think within seven days, I was like, this is a thing that I want to talk about. No way. Yeah. So you started using the product. I want to be a product of what I was talking about. Yeah. I didn't want to just blow smoke and mirrors. You know, yeah. I wanted to make sure that I felt good about it because I knew if I did, I would go above and beyond, you know? And yeah. And, and you mean, did that for how long? Gosh, um, I so I replaced my income in 90 days. And you're in, um, so you're working in the, in the medical yeah, field. Yeah, medical field. Like doing billing, doing admin. I was in the office. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and sometimes I would have to go like deal with trays and stuff. I mean, I was all over the place. So okay. I worked for a distributor for Striker Spine. So he didn't just sell Striker products. He sold kind of a lot of things. Um, so it was a small but big. big Med medical sales operation. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, so you weren't necessarily dealing with patients and drawing no, blood. No, and no, 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 no. Changing bedpans. No. <laughs> okay. But you were in medical sales. Yes. And okay. so it was a big job. I mean, yes. and I just made the decision. I want to do something. I want to be at home with my son because um, he was our second. And I, I just didn't want to be working as much. And so it's funny that I say that because multi, you know, MLMs yeah. are a lot more work than an actual nine to five, you know, because yes. you think you're not going to be working a lot. But we were working a lot more because we were pouring into our team. So three way calls all day long like three-way calls all day long, having those initial conversations, having meetings for every single person on your team over and over again, but in 90 days replace my income. And I decided that I wanted to commit to continue to do that. That's fantastic. So by, by 90 days, you replaced your income from yeah. working in medical yeah. device sales. Mm -hmm. Was it you reaching out to your circle of influence, yeah. you going to their homes at night, having them invite the neighborhood, yeah. that like that that whole deal? All in the evening, yeah. All, so, all in the evening. And then then you're probably one in seven would be like, wait a minute, Kayla, tell me more about this. How can I become yeah. a rep? Like, oh, yeah. And then rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Over and over again. Until <laughs> until eventually, I'm yeah. guessing in multi-level marketing, you're no longer having to go out and sell. Right. You're supporting this massive downline yes. Yes, of other sales reps. Yes, and helping them do the same thing, essentially, yeah. over and over again. So you did that until you were burnt out? Yeah. I'm guessing. Well, yeah. Because yeah, some, somehow we have to get you into the mortgage business. I, right. Yeah. I was burned out. Um, so I wanted to go back, what I thought, into the corporate world. Okay. Um, and I, so being from Jacksonville, there's sports in our area. So there was an arena football team. And they were looking for somebody. Not the jumbo shrimp? No, that's baseball. That's baseball. Yeah. Okay. Um, this was the um, Jacksonville Sharks. So okay. they used to play the Predators, actually, that played in, in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I knew somebody through somebody, because that's how Jacksonville is if you're from there. And they were looking for a community relations person. And just being from Jacksonville and the market, you know, everyone that I knew, they were like, we think she would be a great fit to kind of start community relations. Well, then 
I, you know, 30 days later took over all operations and corporate sales. So I was running game day, doing corporate sales, all the marketing stuff. Um, it was a big job, but I learned a lot from it. And that is how I ran into the owners of, of Atlantic Trust I Mortgage. I sold them a sponsorship. Wow. And they were like, what are you doing? And they saw, <laughs> and they saw probably what the yeah. Jacksonville Sharks saw. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. wait a minute, who's this badass business professional, yeah. this phenomenal saleswoman? Uh -huh. How do we get her onto our side? Yeah. And they probably told you the type of income you could make. You probably told them, no, you're full of shit. There's no way. That, yeah. And if, and if I did, it wouldn't be legal. Right. And after 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, so I've had these conversations. Yeah. Like a good buddy of mine, I used to have to send him, I, I would literally meet him in person, mm -hmm. bring him other people's commission checks that I had like redacted their yeah. names yeah. to tell him, you need to leave the insurance world. Your skill set would be phenomenal in mortgage. Yeah. We can train you, we can coach you, and this is the money you can make. Yeah. Did they have to do the, do similar convincing with you? They didn't really have to show me dollars um, because I knew that I didn't want to be in sports forever. Okay. So that was kind of a stepping stone just to kind of get back into having regular business type conversations, not about a protein shake. Cause that's what I did for a very long time. And then I was around a baby, yeah. you know, the other part of it. So just kind of having those conversations again, that's really what I was doing. So I knew it wasn't forever. I was kind of on the path to look for my career when they approached me. So I think it was all timing okay. really and truly. And that's what I say to people now, like even if it's a no, it's just timing, you know? And so I think that um, they sat down with me and they were like, what are you doing? Do you know any agents? And I had no idea really what they did still, but we were kind of diving into that for the marketing piece. And then once I spit off like a few agents that I knew, they were like, you could be really great in this. And I'm like, oh, and then they found out multi-level marketing. And one of the owners was like, what you do with networking is exactly what you would do with networking here. It's the same thing. And as soon as he said that, I was like, I I get it, you know? Um, but I wasn't ready to make the leap yet because I didn't want to go straight commission. That was my holdup. No way. For a little while. So so how did you then enter into the mortgage business? Yeah, so I think we had a couple more meetings okay. and dove into kind of how it all worked. Um, and then one of the owners was looking for a junior loan officer um, for them. And so he presented me with that option. And it worked out for a very short time. I was gonna say, but, how, how long were yeah. you somebody's junior before? I wanna say it was it was around 90, it might've been 90 days of my first half year. Um, I was assisting him, but I don't really know if I was really assisting him. <laughs> um, and then one of the other owners was like, I think you need to spread your wings. Um, I was gonna say, did they kick you out of the nest? He did, he kicked me out of the nest, but it was funny because the first 90 days when I was learning, it's this business can be very intimidating and scary to somebody that's never really been in in it because you think you have to know it all you know and it's a lot like when i was doing most of marketing i would tell people you don't have to know it all you just have to go out there and tell everybody what you do and then you figure it out it's a learn as you grow process right and so i love that it is a learn it's as a you learn grow. as you grow yes. business and it's just like multi-level marketing and so i learned what i could from him but i wasn't doing much within the you know the 90 days and he was like you need to take initiative like he said that to me and I was very upset because <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever had anybody tell me to take initiative, but he knew that's what I needed because I think I was so intimidated by the process and making the calls that I knew I was going to make, you know? Yeah. After that, ground running, just wing spread. It's just... How did you learn the technical aspect, the whole DTI, LTV, running DO, running so, DU, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. Like so I made the decision to come over and the first 30 days, I came in the office every single day 
and sat right outside of the two owners' doors and listened to every conversation as I was making my list of who I was going to call and approach once I was officially licensed. Okay. Um, so I went there every day. And then after I was licensed, I have been in the office every single day since I started. I don't miss a day in the office. So Wow. Say that again for me. You I, don't what? I don't miss a day in the office. Yeah, but Kayla, you're you have three children uh, and you're yeah. heavily involved in all these other organizations. Yeah, that's okay. That's how I learn. So I feel like being in the environment, I learned way more being so green and not knowing anything, just hearing the constant conversations. And then what I realized is it's the same conversation over and over again. Every bar is a little different, but you just have to put your own personality into it. And that was it. Yeah. I mean, I heard it enough and it was instilled in there. And then I just said it how I want to say it, you know? No, thank you. Yeah. And thank you for saying the thing about the office. Yeah. I preach that. But the problem is it's like when I preach that, sometimes it's like dad talking, no. right? So to have a guest on like you, it's like, oh, yeah. no, it's the cool aunt coming in. And the cool aunt saying the same exact thing. So right. John and I started this, po this podcast two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. It's a passion project. It's still a hobby. We think we're onto something. We yeah. think it can, it can really blow up. Maybe never Rogan-esque, but maybe one third of Rogan. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Let's see. Yeah. Um, people like Clark Howard, Susie Orman, and Dave Ramsey are old. Yeah. We would like to believe that although we're older than some, we're not as old as them. Right. Um, and we can continue yeah. to speak to the mortgage industry, the real estate community, as well as all of the clients that real estate and mortgage serve. Mm -hmm. So so the podcast led to us having to have this website. The website yeah. is theloanofficerpodcast.com. Super creative, right? Right. Um, we actually did get creative. We called it TLOP online, T-L-O-P. Okay. Online.com. Okay. Because our fans call us TLOP. Okay. For the Loan Officer Podcast. So on, on the website, which we just launched earlier this year, tons of content, mm -hmm. tons of links, yeah. but there's a community board mm. just two days ago. Okay. Someone reached out to me on the community board mm -hmm. and like a message board, like, like a Reddit, you know, right. uh, but for mortgage professionals and they're like, Hey Dio, I just passed my NMLS. I'm like, Hey, congrats. Question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think I could get started as a rookie loan, loan officer work from home? <laughs> And my response was, anything is possible, right? but I've never seen it. Yeah. I interview for a living. Mm -hmm. I coach for a living top producing loan officers. Yeah. They are black, they're white, Hispanic, male, female, old, young, Yeah. Um, all different backgrounds. Yeah. One thing that they have in common, they work from the office. Mm -hmm. I've never met a top producer yeah. that was able to make their way in this industry by not coming to the office every single day because iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And because when you go to the office, it tells you, oh, I'm supposed to do something today. Yes. So I'm like, you get up, you put on your uniform. Yeah. I'm wearing my uniform. Mm -hmm. You're wearing your uniform. That's right. I'm pretty sure if I saw you tomorrow, Saturday at 11 a.m., mm -hmm. you're probably not wearing that. I'm not. That's not your work yeah. uniform. You're going to have on your Saturday, Sunday, fun day or Saturday, fun day going to Park Ave with the girls uniform. That's right. Yep. Um, yes. Or yeah. the, the lake uniform if you're, yeah. if you're taking the boat out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm in my uniform. When you see me tomorrow, I'll probably be in gym clothes. Right. That's my Saturday uniform. Yeah. But yeah, so I loved having you you hear that because it's something that comes up yeah. daily, weekly, monthly, and people are probably tired of hearing me say it. So well, I'll say I it love again. it. Yes. Yeah. It's a part of my success, honestly. And that is, if you want to ask what secret sauce is, really and truly that might be some of it because that 
I learned little details by just hearing it. Yep. You know, um, and you can't know everything because everything is ever changing in our industry too. Um, and if you're an expert today, you're not tomorrow. And so that's what I learned very quickly too. But I like to just kind of go in and hear them talk, you know, strategize on certain loans, how they're structuring it. And that's what I did. And if I don't know, I can go in the next office and ask a question. It takes two seconds. So no Zenix Ground School for you, no courses through your like local we AE have, or anything like that? So account, our account executives, I mean, I work with them quite often now, so I will call with a question. They send us stuff all the time, but we have an in-house trainer okay. um, that is very reliable and he has, you know, he teaches us as much as okay. we all know. Yeah, yeah. but so. it was mostly learn as you grow. Learn as you grow. Learn as you yeah. grow. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and for us and our rookies, like you would yeah. have been a rookie for us four yeah. years ago or three and a half years ago, we probably would have paid for you to go through Zenix Ground School, uh -huh. which I recommend to our listeners. Yeah. It's expensive, but it teaches the basics. Right. And then I tell them, but you still need a good manager and a good mentor. Yeah. Or a good scenario desk or yeah. a good corporate trainer that you can turn to. Yeah, our corporate trainer is amazing. And I have the great, our mentors are awesome. The ownership is so, they're very hands-on. And I love that you can just walk in their office. Yeah. That's why I tell every LO in our office, I'm like, I just come in. Like just come in, you know. That's I it. actually recommended yes. a loan officer, I a know. rookie loan officer yeah. to your company you just because of you. Yeah. I'm like, look, if oh. it's good enough for Kayla, it has to be good it has to be yeah. a good place to work. Yeah, and he was already talking with ownership, which is so funny. Um, but he comes in the office every day. He's gonna crush it. Yeah, no, he actually linked yeah. in me. He's like, dude, by the way, I think he's already closing like one to two loans a month and yeah. he's in his third month in the in the he business. He is going to crush it. Yeah. What's his name again? Ty. Ty shout Downing. Out, shout out shout to out Ty, Ty Downing. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Ty. Um, all right. So you're self-sourced. Yeah. You're purchase focused. Mm -hmm. Last year, what was your purchase refi mix? Do you have an idea? Um, last year it was just shy of 30, I want 38, 39, something like that. No, no. That was your volume. My volume. Uh, of that, oh sorry. Uh, of that forty million, I let's just say, round up. Can we round up to forty? Sure. I'll yeah, round that's up. That's such an awkward number. I'll round up you know? to forty. Yeah. Of your forty million, were you like seventy percent purchase? Were you fifty percent purchase? I want to say it was a good like 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. range. Okay, last which, year. which is good. Yeah. What wouldn't have been good if it was like eighty percent refi? Right. But this year, I'm assuming you're probably 90% purchase. It's a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a lot more purchase business. Yeah, but you're still sure. going to do almost yeah. $40 million. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. How? So What do you do right. that, I mean, you see the numbers. I do. There's other loan officers yeah. in your branch or in mm -hmm. your market. Yeah. Your almost $40 million puts you in the top 1% in our industry. Mm -hmm. You're only, you've only been at this for three and a half years. Yeah. What do you do that just other people aren't willing to do? Well, I think it all stems from the beginning and still to today. Um, so when you when it got started, I immediately was telling everyone what I was doing. Okay. And it's like, funny, what does everyone mean? Like friends, family, ex social media, ex colleagues, everybody, everybody. What I was doing. Okay. And in my neighborhood, so refinance business was probably 95% of my business when I first started. So what happened there is I had just moved into a new community and I looked at it as an opportunity while I was sharing and kind of starting relationships over here, I would walk through my neighborhood and I think I refinanced almost my entire neighborhood. Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of how I started because I gained business over here while I was learning mm -hmm. and letting everyone know what I was doing. And then over here, I was grooming relationships that I was just getting to know and they needed to see that I was doing business before they wanted to send me a deal. Okay. Yeah. So, and today, I mean, I just continue to network. I continue to go out. I haven't stopped going out every single week and meeting with somebody. 
can regardless. Consistently. That's yeah. you're, you're number there's one priority times, is networking. I I do a lot of networking. Yeah. yeah. And so there's times where I am really busy because, um, you know, I mean, some of the stuff takes over and you have to be in the office a lot longer than you want to be. Um, but I focus a lot on meetings. And so I try to do two to three a week consistently. If it's not a phone call, I try to go meet with them in person. And then if I'm not meeting one-on-one, I'm at a networking event of some kind meeting other people. How are you scheduling the meetings? Like, are you using social media? Are you going to larger functions and then trying to like laser in on one particular person and then try to leverage that into a one-on-one? Because that's that's a um, sticking point for a lot of sales professionals is they're like, I'm great on a meeting, I just suck at Getting meetings. Getting them. Yeah. So it's it's all over the place. Um, but I feel like social media now has kind of channeled in a little bit of um, curiosity to like a partnership with me. And so I will reach out to those people that I see just consistently, you know, liking something or they're posting something and I'll like it. And I'm like, hey, I think we know each other from social media. Let's get together. Like we've been following each other for three years now. We need to I meet. love yeah. what you just said. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I think too many people don't understand social media. So they think, oh, I need to run ads on social media for borrowers. Mm. I need to run ads for people looking to buy and sell real estate. I'm like, no, No. that's not my experience. My experience is you need to network via social media. Mm -hmm. But yes, it's what you just said. When someone likes my post, because we all have way more social media friends than we do real friends. That's right. And, And when they like something, take the 30 seconds to send them a direct message and say, mm-hmm. thank you for liking my yeah. post. Yeah. By the way, I don't recall how we were originally connected. Mm-hmm. Let's change that. Yeah. I mean, it's something along those lines, but it's that simple. Yeah, it's very simple. You don't have to make it so complicated to get a meeting, yep. you know, and agents are used to somebody reaching out to them. But yeah, I mean, I just follow as many as I can, you know, like their stuff. They like mine. They're supportive. It's females. You know, I follow a lot of females in my industry. Um, and then I run into them out and about and I will walk up and say, hi, I know you from social. I'm not, yeah. I'm not shy. So I will walk up and be like, I know you from social media. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're Kayla. And then it, we start a conversation and then we schedule a meeting. I mean, you it's mean, that simple. You're not like me last night at the UCF game when I'm walking out of the stadium yeah. and I look out of my peripheral. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that girl from middle school and high school. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. I know. It which can... which maybe you do that with someone that you don't want to see from middle school. But right. when you're going to a business function. For work. It's yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. And I even do it when I'm out and about with my friends. If I see an agent that I've wanted to connect with, I will walk up and say, hi, how are you? You know, yeah. who, whatever their name is. I'm Kayla and I want to meet with you. And I will ask for the what, meeting. What type of events are you going to? Um, I go to. I don't go to as many big events now. I go to more charitable stuff. Like I do a lot with Best Buddies, um, stuff like that. And then we host quarterly, you know, events too. But I kind of get on Facebook and see what meetings there are. Some trainings. Uh, Some of our title companies, our larger title companies, will hold trainings for agents. And I just go in there and, you know, meet with agents there. Um, I try to. And you find that by doing a Facebook search for events in your your marketplace. Yeah, just looking at like the events that are in the area for the next few weeks. And I just say that I'm interested and continue to follow to see who's going to be there. And if it's somebody I've wanted to meet with, I'll go to those events. Um, So, by the way, people listening or watching, if you're on YouTube, that's free to do. Mm -hmm. It's free. And it takes little to no time. Yeah. Because you already have a Facebook account. You already have a computer or a smartphone. Yeah. So all you have to do is search for what events are going on that week in your market. Right. And then show up. 
RSVP yeah. and show up. That's right. And yeah. then obviously when you RSVP and show up, you have to do something when you're there, which is introduce yourself. You have to say hi. You have to say hi. Yeah. Smile. Make sure you're dressed well. You yeah. smell good. You sound yeah. good. Yeah. You have to say hi. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's it. Uh, what's your, this is a random question. Mm -hmm. Just tell around. What's your favorite loan product to originate? Oh God. Like, like do you have one particular product? No, I mean, I like working VA. I yeah. mean, I do. We have a lot of VA buyers in our area, I think, because of yeah, the, there's the, a lot of Navy. Yes. Um, I really like helping VA buyers. Yeah. So that might be probably my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Like, I have friends like, oh, I love condos. I'm like, condos are paying the ass. But they yeah. they live in markets like Fort Walton Beach or down in Jupiter. Yeah. And they're like, nah, I just love them. Yeah. Um, I have, I have friends that love working with people who do short-term rentals. Yeah. Because she is a short-term rental person herself. Yeah. So it's like, well, those are my people. I have a commonality. Mm -hmm. Mine's always been veterans. Yeah. One, I love the loan product. Mm -hmm. I think it is a phenomenal it's a product. Phenomenal product, yeah. And it's like my way to be a good American. Like right. it's like my way of yeah. giving back. It sounds very corny or yeah. too patriotic, but it's true though. And they're my most favorite buyers to me at the closing table too. And by the way, and they're pretty easy loans. They are. Like the, the 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 credit box is expanded. Yes. And then it was even cooler to, to know they're one of the best performing loans in the industry. So okay. when you look at performance in terms yeah. of payment and paying on time, mm -hmm. yeah, it's one of the, the the least risky loans to do with the largest credit box. Wow. Um, I sometimes will get a little bit um, fiery would be the word I would use mm -hmm. towards the real estate community when they don't want to accept VA offers. I know. I think that's so bizarre. I don't like that either. I, I almost want to say that's un-American. Right. Like you're yeah. being un-American right now. Yeah. But I can't. It's their um, right to have a loan like that. Yes. You know, it's just so crazy to me that some listing agents are like that. When um, you talk about you have two younger in their career loan officers on your team right now. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. These are um, two professionals that you're trying to help them become the next Kayla themselves, yes. right? You're grooming them. Yeah. They don't do prequels for you. They're not your assistant. These are loan no, officers who are working, working on your team. Yeah. What type of advice are you giving them right now? What, how are, what are you coaching them to do? I'm coaching them to get in front of as many people as possible. Um, so Mondays we go through our calendars and how many meetings we're doing. Um, and then we do Friday follow-up. So basically for the next you know week, we kind of go through how we're structuring that. But yeah, I mean, just getting in front of people, letting people know what they're doing. I mean, one's like very green. The other one was at a call center type of environment doing refinances only okay. before. So she knows enough about the products. The other one's kind of learning everything like I was in the beginning. So it seems very overwhelming, but really just helping them have the conversations, get in front of people. What emails are you sending? Are you following up enough? What are you saying when you're following up? Those type of things, yeah. What's your work schedule like? My work schedule is I get up pretty early. I spend the morning, I would say 6.30ish till like 7.15, going through my emails, starting a list, and then kind of doing social media for about 10 or 15 minutes. To With tea and coffee or without tea and coffee? Without. Without? Yeah. So you're not a coffee drinker? I tea do my drinker? coffee on the way to the office. Interesting. I know. Out of curiosity, is coffee your reward for getting certain things done? I'm a big habit person. Um, yeah, I and think I just like to enjoy it when I'm not, when I'm more mindless. Like okay. not, not busy. Yeah. You know, um, I like to enjoy, I love coffee. So I like to really enjoy it. And I don't want to be, feel any ounce of overwhelmed or anxiety while I'm over here trying to do my day. Yeah, I love that. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah. I would, um, if I didn't know you, mm -hmm. and let's say I was coaching you or someone like you, and, and I was trying to get the, that person to get up in the morning and get their day started, Yeah. 
and they're like, oh, I just, I drag ass in the morning or mm-hmm. I have a hard time getting out of bed or that's so boring. Then I always try to tell them, well, let's couple it with something you love. Right. So yeah, I love my two cups of coffee in the morning. Yeah. That's, I start my morning similar to you. I read my emails. I check all of my social media yeah. and I read the news. I'm old school like that. Yeah. Although unlike my dad, I don't, don't read the news on a newspaper anymore. I read my news on my phone. Yeah. Um, but I like to do so while drinking coffee. I was okay. just curious if yeah. you were similar. You're like, no, I love my coffee way like too to much to ruin it. it with work. That's right. That's, that's my, that's my me time. And I do it on my drive. Basically. Okay. Yeah. While listening to your favorite podcast. Yes. You. Do you really? No. no, you don't listen to this. You will no. now. I do now. now. Actually, Ty, he, I, I was like curious and I went on there and started listening to stuff and I, you, I, you have a great podcast. Thank you. Yeah. One that you posted last week, I was like really into. So I am going to be an avid listener. Like, um, I, I, like I, John and I started a podcast because I am a podcast listener. Yeah. Like whether it's Rogan, whether it's Chaco, whether it's I, Ed Milet, right now I'm really into business wars. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, I don't know, are you a podcast listener in general or not? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. But Business Wars, if you do get into, yeah. is a phenomenal one because yeah. um, they're historically based, but it's storytelling and it's usually going to like Budweiser versus yeah. Michelob or yeah. um, uh, Ford versus Toyota. Yeah. Uh, but they're really good business lessons, mm-hmm. not necessarily mortgage related, but definitely business related. Right. Just FYI. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. Mm, a quiet time in the car is what I do. Quiet time. Yeah, okay. I don't have a lot of quiet time. So I enjoy, I'm probably 10 minutes from my office, so I don't get that much of it. But I, yeah, I like so, it to be. So up around-ish 630, mm-hmm. checking your email, yeah. doing social media. Like you're liking, commenting, and posting. Yeah, around, yep, that like, early. Yeah, because yeah, during the day, I mean, it's hard. If you're not doing it first thing, I do it at the end of the day too. Yeah. So those are kind of like the two You things. make a conscious effort. Yes. And you bookend your day mm-hmm. with networking via social media. Yeah, that's networking yeah, too. Yeah, 100% is networking. Yeah, it's definitely. And then you're getting in the office about what time? So I get in the office. Um, it depends on if I have my kids or I don't. Okay. So if I don't have my kids, I can get in there pretty early, like 8.30 or 9.00. Um, if I have them, it's a little after nine okay. because my daughter's in high school and they change the times. High school goes late now. Middle school goes early. So she goes to school around nine. So that's super frustrating to me. But yeah, it is what it is. That's, uh, I'm so excited. I have both in high school yeah. this year. Yeah. So they're both out the door by 730. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of these days I'm going to take advantage of that and just work from home all day. Yeah. But it's just not my nature. I may come to the office person. I do like to go to the office. And then sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's times where I'm just completely exhausted from the week. So like Thursday, Friday, I'll go to the office a little later, like yeah. 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that today. I was yeah. at the UCF game all night. Right. And I had to train this morning for yeah. my Ironman that's coming up. And because right. I woke up late, yeah. they pushed my training out. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So yeah. I rolled in today at like nine forty-five versus usually I roll in like around eight fifty-five. Yeah. Um. When do you typically leave, and how much work do you do when you get home? Oh, so I typically try to leave around. Well, I, it depends on if I have a lunch meeting. Okay. So occasionally I will do lunch meetings. I'll go and then I'll come back. Typically I try to leave consistently around two or three, um, and then I will finish my day at home. Um, and then I will go do what I want to do. And if something happens while I'm out, I just answer my phone. Like do what you want to do, like wind down Wednesday, yeah. go to the gym, whatever it is that whatever you want to do. Go to a Jags to game. Yeah, dinner, Jags, yeah. anything. Okay. Yeah. But your phone's with you. You're pretty accessible. I'm very accessible, yeah. 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 What um, On top of network like crazy, like my biggest takeaway from meeting you today and talking to you is like, yes, Kayla out networks everybody. I do. That's why she does yeah. the business she does now. 
you're presentable, you're professional. I'm assuming you're accessible. If mm -hmm. you're getting up at 630 yeah. and you're in the office by nine and you're there till three, then you're going home and you're working yeah. some more, you're accessible. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think if there's any other like tip or trick or advice that you would give to someone who is either A, it could be someone who's just getting started, honestly. Yeah. It could be someone who has done year three nine years in a row yeah and they're stuck somewhere at that eight to 12 million yeah they haven't been able to achieve 100 units in a year mm -hmm. what, what what would you advise those people you to know, do more of or to i just consistency i feel like people get distracted by they didn't respond and it can be very draining well they didn't respond because they were busy too like they have lives um so i consistency so sometimes it takes for a brand new person that doesn't know you 10 to 12 to 16 touches Right? Wow. Before they meet yes. with you. Yes. In I some, love hearing you say this. In some cases. In other cases, if they know you through somebody, they're referred to you, they're going to answer a lot faster. But I think the follow-up, people are quitting too soon because they're not getting a response or they're getting a not right now, I'm busy. Not that they don't want to meet with them. So I just don't take anything personal in this business. I just stay consistent and continue yeah. to ask. Tenacious and persistent. Yeah. 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 Did you learn that with multi-level marketing or were you that way? I think it's embedded in you. I mean, I grew up competitive sports, so I think it's just something that's embedded, but I did learn that that was a big part of multi-level marketing too, is just staying consistent. Don't get a little fearful because somebody's not responding. If they tell you no, and I will ask sometimes, if it's been you know multiple interactions, three or four typically for me now, Maybe if it's been like a group setting or if it's like a one-on-one, -on -one, maybe two. Okay. Um, but I will ask for the business now. Be like, are we going to work together? Yeah. Are you going to send me, a, you know, because you cannot continue to meet with people that just aren't going to work with you, especially when you're as busy as we are. So that's kind of something that I've been doing too lately because they might have somebody they work with. I respect, you know, loyal partnerships because we all want them. Yes, we do. And just because it's a no right now, they might have an opportunity for a deal that person can't do down the road. So I'm going to respect that relationship and I'm just going to continue to be in your life. Yep. Yeah. So you're not going to give up. You're no. going to be respectful. Never, ever, ever. Give yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. So I would put when I'm hiring a sales professional, competitive yeah. and coachable on that list. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I'm looking for someone who has had success outside of yeah. whatever it is that, 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 that they did. Mm -hmm. Right. It could, it could have been, Hey, look, I was undersized in my sport, right. yet I achieved the highest level of success mm -hmm. or I was recognized as being this type of player yeah. or it could be in a, in a different business. Yeah. Oh, every single year I was in the top 10. Yeah. And I would say, well, how many salespeople were in your organization? And they may say, oh, there's 120 of us. I'm like, and yeah. you're always in the top 10, yes. Yeah. Okay, that quality as well as being coachable mm -hmm. and competitive, yeah. and it sounds like you would, describe yourself as competitive with everything that I did. I was always a leader. Yep. Yeah. Um, how are you with math? I, if you ask anyone <laughs> that knew me growing up, I was not a math whiz at all. Okay. It's, I mean, what we do is basic math. It's not very fourth scary. grade math, baby. That's it what is. I say all the time. I'm really good at fourth grade math. Yes. Yeah. And that's all, I mean, that's it. It's yeah. super simple. I, I, that kind of intimidated me at first too, but then when you realize you're like, it's really not anything. Yeah. It's decimal points and fractions. Right. So why are we learning all of these things in school? I don't get it. You know, I will say this, and you're talking to someone who maybe allegedly possibly cheated his way through college algebra right. or 
what I would do is I would go to the tutor lab uh-huh. one hour before the test and <laughs> find the cutest girl there. Yeah. To Please help me. To, to, yeah. I mean, I had to pay money to be at the tutoring lab, yeah. but I, I, I would choose a certain. Right. And then, uh, hey, let's cram for this test so yeah. I can just pass. And, and I did choose a major that had the least amount of math. Right. But my whole life, if you put a dollar sign and a decimal. Yeah. Somehow I can figure that math out all day. You yeah. want to talk about compound interest? I can do that math. <laughs> Yeah. But I, could, I I can't do algebra. No. I, geometry. No. Both my kids smoke geometry. Yeah. I, it confused the hell out. Like a squared plus B squared plus C equals C squared. What? I don't know. I don't know any of that. Yeah. No. But I would guess mm-hmm. prior to the mortgage business, you were pretty good with personal finance. Or no. Personal finance? Personal finance, yeah. Um, yeah. Things like, like budgets, things like saving for retirement. Yeah. Being fiscally responsible. Yeah, I was very responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. I find that that quality yeah. resonates into top producers. Yeah. I don't know many top producers who also don't have their shit in line. Right. Like, yeah. like, like they know something about living a debt free life, having six months reserve, mm-hmm. saving for retirement. How does compound interest work? Yeah. Um, don't overspend, invest yeah. in yourself, invest in others, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, like, I may not have mastered that early right. on in my career. Like yeah. I very well was that person who had student loan debt that was $12,000 in credit card debt, yeah. et cetera. But I always had a knack for wanting to know wanting it. To I know wanted it. to be better than what I was. Yes. And then this industry, yeah, that opened the my for me, yeah. it opened the doors to everything. Yeah. Like I got to see inside of people's underwear drawers, yeah. into their closets, not like figuratively speaking right. people, like not, yeah. but, and then I realized, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to keep up with the Joneses. If those are the Joneses. Right. And then along the lines, I would hear conversations in my office and people were talking about a money market account. What's that? Yeah. And people were talking about Dave Ramsey. I'm like, well, who's that? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, because I had a a knack for it or an interest in it, I should say, then it allowed me to explore it. But when I'm trying to like do a profile of someone who I think would be great in this industry, I will tell them like, yes, you have to have high, a good attitude. Mm Mm-hmm. Above average aptitude, yeah. but you don't have to be a math major. Kayla wasn't. I'm I was not. not. We know fourth grade math really well. Correct. But we are competitors. We are coachable. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. And yeah. and we have been <clears throat> successful in other things in life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's when you were 17, because maybe you just graduated college yeah. and you just got your NMLS license. Mm-hmm. Or you could be 45. Right. And at 45, cool, you have 25 years of adult life behind you. Yeah. What are some instances over the past 25 years where you were recognized at being the best yeah. or being great or a leader at something? Yeah. Those are the people that we want to embrace to come into the industry. Right. And then if you happen to be not pale, not male, and not stale, we right. really want you. Yeah. Like these are the people that we really want to come into yeah. the industry. Yeah. And if people are interested in the industry, do you see yourself hiring Loan officer still consistently like up in Jacksonville? Oh my or gosh, yeah. Are you good with the two you have? No, absolutely. I love like that mentorship side. I think it does come from the multi-level marketing world. Mm-hmm. I love mentoring people and building them up and I want them to do what I did or more. You know, I want that for our brands and where I work too. Um, so how would someone get a hold of you if they were interested in talking to you about potential positions being available. You guys can get me on Instagram. Okay. Yep. IG. Yep. And you're Kayla Michelle yep. on IG? Yes. Okay. Kayla Michelle at Kayla Michelle. And yep. then K A Y L A. K A Y L A. Michelle with two L's, right? 
Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, you got to think, think, think about that. Wow. Well, you know, because we have so many buyers that try to change the way everyone spells their name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I actually am two L's. <laughs> yeah. I'm married to a Michelle. So I know like, hey, yeah. Yeah, like people have asked me, was it yeah. Michelle with two L's or one L? I'm yeah. like, is there another way to spell it? Yeah. It's two L's. Yeah. And then my team page is at Kayla Michelle Group. So okay. that's my business page. And, and IG is your jam? Is that your, your preference? I preference? love Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I do. But I get a lot from Facebook. Yeah. So I think those two. You do my... both. Like I, I do LinkedIn for the show. Yeah. Like I always tell people like, look, IG is a good way to get a hold of me. Like yeah. I'm at the Loan Officer Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're at the Loan Officer Podcast for everything. Yeah. Uh, including TikTok. But John never lets me get on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know what's on that account. <laughs> um, but IG, I do check daily. Yeah. Instagram, or not Instagram, but IG is Instagram, Dustin, duh. LinkedIn is, I mean, that is where I'm connected to the most people. That is where I'm oh, the really? most accessible yeah. uh, for, for me. Okay. Uh, Facebook is such a pain from a business page standpoint. Yeah. And I made a promise to my wife and my children that I would keep my Facebook page, my personal page, personal. personal. Oh yeah. Once the show started like going a certain direction, a certain tra trajectory, yeah. I had to make that you know. Yeah. So like, if people try to get a hold of me personally yeah. on Facebook, I probably won't accept um, friend requests. A request, yeah. When I was originating hardcore, I did, and yeah. I 100 percent would recommend and coach someone to. Yeah. But for my purposes at this point, I tell people like, look, LinkedIn and IG are the best. Yeah. And obviously, you can always Google me and figure out the rest of my contact mm -hmm. information. But for you, it was more important for me to know, hey. Are you interested if someone is like checks all those boxes we are talking about yeah. and you're like, yes, please hit me up, hit me up on IG. I'm at Kayla Michelle or your, your team is the, is at Kayla Michelle group. Yes, correct. Very mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So parting shots. So we have to find a wrap eventually. You okay. and I can see for probably two hours and I just know, go back like and could. forth. Um, JC's already giving me that evil eye behind the camera. He's like, you're going over an hour. Yeah. Um, one of my underlying themes. Okay. Actually, I have two things for you. Okay. Okay. So the the last thing I want to finish with are the things that are probably the most near and dear to your heart. Next, besides your children, mm -hmm. right? They're the most near and dear to your heart would be my assumption. But then it's the philanthropic. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, the philanthropy you do. Yeah. But then the the organizations that are the most near and dear to your heart. But before we get to that, what is one thing that you wish was taught to you in high school? but it wasn't. Okay. Um, I would say, because I kind of carry this through my business, is I feel like if you carry every day and you try to be impactful in whatever it is that you're doing, that will make a huge hit in whoever you're talking to if they feel that you're being genuine and impactful. I don't think that's something that's really ever taught. Um, until maybe you're older and in sales and you really do have to figure out how to connect with someone genuinely. Um, and that's really how I build my brand is being impactful and 100% genuine with every single conversation that I have. So you want to leave every conversation where that person's like, wow, that just impacted me. Correct. For the positive. For the positive. For the positive. Yeah. Even if it's a hard conversation where it's, it's a no for them, as long as you're making an impact and giving them something to help them for their future, that's what it is. Interesting you say that. It reminds me of advice I gave my son two days ago. My yeah. son's 17, he's a senior in high school, so yeah. we're doing the whole college thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Jackson, whenever you can in life, you just ask yourself, would a jerk say that? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then don't say it. Or right. would a jerk do that? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then don't do that. Yeah. Um, but you say it way more eloquently, mm -hmm. which is something you wish was taught to you just in life I in do. general, not yeah. business. 
would be to make sure every conversation you have or every interaction right. is one in which leaves yeah. a, it leaves a positive impact on the other person right. and that you are genuine mm-hmm. um, throughout that interaction. Yeah. I love it. Correct. Absolutely love it. Yeah. All right. So I want people tuned in who've made it this far. Like, okay. oh my gosh, Dia, thank you so much for having Kayla on. She yeah. was awesome, which by the way, we are going to get lit. We're going to get fire. We're going to mm. get, I'm thinking of, of all the YouTube comments, <laughs> slay, like, we're going to get every accolade. You're probably going to compete with Casey McElroy. I'm putting it out there <laughs> as the second uh, highest performing episode. Oh, um, maybe we'll see. Casey has about 36,000 views ahead of you. Okay. So you definitely have like six or eight months to to catch up to him. Come from behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come come from behind to yeah. be the, the at least third or second most viewed uh, episode on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I wish we knew the data on like, Spotify and Apple. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you like which of those uh, mediums have the most listens. Okay. But YouTube's something that I can log into. And see. Yeah. John doesn't give me access to any of this data. He's like, he's like, leaves me out of it. He knows I'll just mess things up and get in the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But no. So I want people who are tuned in who made it this far. Yeah. What are the charities that you hold nearest and dearest to, to your heart? Yeah. How could they thank you for your time? by maybe going to their websites and either liking them on Facebook, following them on Facebook, or participating, i.e. that's like give a $5 donation, participating in helping raise awareness to what the charities stand for. Yeah, so the biggest right now, I have a daughter that actually has a disability, she has Down syndrome, so the biggest impactful organization that I love raising money for is Best Buddies of North Florida. Okay. So Best Buddies is all around, um, but Best Buddies in North Florida has a chapter in every high school in St. John's County, the county that I kind of live in. So that is really important to me. Um, and if you wanted to do a donation for that, it's on all of my social media. There's a link in my you know page oh. right there that you can click on if you want to make a donation. Best Buddies is a great organization if you don't know what it is. They're all about inclusion. And that was kind of the big thing for the event last night is making people feel included. And so they pair you with a friend in middle school, high school, and you kind of grow together and develop a relationship. So it's a really cool program. Um, And then the other one I have to kind of mention is the Down Syndrome Association of Jacksonville because they were a huge part of just my younger life with a new baby that had Down Syndrome because she was my first kid. So they're an amazing organization, but those are the two, you know, they have my heart. I'll do anything for them. Awesome. And we didn't get into this, and this may be a repeat when we have you back for Kayla 2.0 next year. We maybe want to want to jump into this, but you've used your involvement in various charitable organizations to network Mm -hmm. because you're always networking. Absolutely. And I think it comes from that impact that I like to make. So I do um, I do networking events with just my agents females because I want to just have female empowerment in Jacksonville where everyone kind of supports everyone in our industry, whether you're an agent or an LO. I mean, I get together with the female LOs and we strategize and we're friends and we support each other. But yeah, I mean, I go to events for these charities and meet people and that's kind of how I network too. Awesome. Yeah. She's Kayla Sharp. I'm Dustin Owen. That is all the time we have for you today. Thank you for checking us out. If this is your first time and you only hopped on because you are a client of Kayla's or you're a supporter of Kayla's, A, thank you. (laughs) Um, But do us a favor. We are a young, just getting started podcast. We are growing. Like us, share us, give us a five-star review. Tell your friends to check us out. Obviously, if you didn't like this episode, please delete it. 
<laughs> Never look at it again. Don't tell anybody. But right. no. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your time. She's Kayla. I'm Dio. That's all the time we have for you today. We will catch you in the next episode. Peace.